Hi there. It's lit differently with Governor Kinlabi, and it's my pleasure to give you some leadership thoughts uh, on the podcast today. And I hope this is going to uh, bring some measure of transformation into your leadership journey. My leadership thought today centers around the balance of leadership, especially when we look at balancing relationship and task and goals balancing results and a relationship you know as a leader you can be very fixated on results task achieving our goals and sometimes it's a detriment of building building vital relationships with the people that you are leading now leadership becomes a lot easier when there's a relationship with followership or the people that are being led but many leaders stand the risk or the temptation to just focus on task all the time to focus on resolve and goals i've been there so i understand how it feels especially when you are set audacious goals you lead an organization you have a target an audacious goal something that you are aiming at you want to increase sales you want to increase uh, um, uh, you know the penetration of of your product uh, you, you want to increase market share, whatever it is, you are on a project and you have a completion date and you have set everything in place for the project to finish to time, to budget, or even finish, you know, below budget so that you, you, you can celebrate your team for it. And then you want to really push everybody. Uh, you want to monitor their tasks, their daily duties, uh, you, sometimes to the point of almost micromanaging uh, the people that you lead. But well, you know, one thing uh, is certain, the balance uh, that we should, when we lose focus on balance, we'll get out of balance. Let me just put it that way. I'm looking for a better way to put it right now. But when you lose focus on managing the balance, you can also be out of balance. And when a leader is out of balance, uh, followers, the lead start to struggle. Everyone is looking up to being led with a balanced or by a balanced leader with a balanced mindset someone that's balanced in their disposition balanced in their perspective balanced emotionally and that puts a lot of pressure on leadership uh, so let's look at it one of the things that i want to recommend to you if you want to gain balance in the area of result and relationship is to make up your mind not to be too task oriented you have to be task-oriented to be able to manage resources and manage people well, to be sure that everybody's delivering on their beat so that we can finish this project on time or meet this sales target or whatever other goal or result that we're looking up to, uh, looking up to achieving. But one thing is certain, like I said, if you're too task-driven, you swing too much to the left. But when you tell yourself, I'm a human being, I have emotions, I have other issues outside of work, I have personal aspirations just like every other person that I'm leading. Uh, if I lead them only focusing on tasks, not you know, focusing on other areas of their lives, I will be out of balance. They may be out of balance. Our capacity to achieve or what we are set out to achieve may be impaired just because the right relationships 
are not in place. You know, we say it all the time that you ask for people, you touch people's heart before you ask for their hand. In leadership, we are working with both the heart and the hand. But we need the hand. The hand is what, what, what we uh, talk about when we're looking at task. Task is about the hand. Most of the time, leaders want to maximize the hand of people without paying attention to their heart. And when you don't pay attention to their heart, their hand may become weak. And when their hand becomes weak, uh, they may not be able to deliver on the assignment as at Wendy. So there's a difference between organizational goals and relational goals. Yeah, a quick thought on that. Relational goals are how are we doing? How are we measuring individual relationships, collective relationships, the, 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 the chemistry that should be in a, in a team or within a team of people? If we lose sight of that, and we only focus on uh, uh, um, organizational goals, resolve, and the goals that we have set. Like I said before, we, we will start to tilt in a very dangerous uh, direction, which is we want to achieve that goal, we want to achieve that goal, and people may be falling here, they may lose their emotion, I mean, their mental health, and maybe hard of work emotionally, but if we're focused on task, we will not care about them. Are you the kind of leader that is balanced and striving for balance in the area of results and relationship? Or have we thrown relationship to the wind and let's just focus on the results? That kind of a leader can be perceived to be autocratic, can be perceived to be task-driven, can be perceived to be a slave driver. And that's not the kind of picture you want people who follow you to have of you when it comes to their relationship with you. So if you don't want to be perceived as a slave driver, then that balance must be important to you. Let me also talk about something that is also important, the concept of pirate victory. Pirate victory. I don't know if you have encountered that before. Pirate victory is when you achieve your goal, but there's a lot of collateral damage. You know, you can drive somebody to do something, but damage them emotionally. So the emotional damage is a collateral, uh, you know, damage to the process of achieving a goal. As a relationship coach also, uh, when I coach people in a relationship, uh, we say something like you can uh, win an argument but lose a friend. So when you are arguing with someone, <laughs> you, you, you can win the argument but leave the person damaged bruised emotionally and it starts to affect that relationship going forward and that happens a lot at work that's why for us as leaders we need to learn to slow down and ask ourselves uh, am i just going to win this argument and lose a friend because at the end of the day i want to keep a relationship with this person so when you talk about pirate victory is you finish a project you achieve a goal you are you, you know you were able to get a certain kind of resolve. The only thing is that many people have been wounded, injured, emotional blood is flowing everywhere. Yet, we breast the tape, we achieve our target, but so many wounded soldiers to be cared for.
that pirate victory. You, 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 you win, you have won, but you have too many issues. And sometimes when we look at the many issues, the, the, the attendant effect of resolving those issues may even uh, you know, undermine the effect of our victory and the result that we have achieved. So we may have money as an organization because we met our sales target, but the organization is no longer coercive. People don't talk to each other. People find it difficult to relate with each other because somebody felt their emotional needs have been undermined in the process of achieving this task. Somebody felt their sense of relevance and fulfillment has been trampled upon just because we want to achieve a particular goal, you know? And that's when we say, we don't care who ox is God. We just want to get something done. Uh, uh, we can't be on that stretch for too long. Sometimes a leader switches, you know, to just become task-oriented for the short run to get something done. But even while we switch like that, we still have to pay attention so that the collateral damage in terms of relationship, in terms of people's emotions, self-esteem and all that, is not such that will create an irreparable damage. You know, it, it's something that oh, it can happen on a short run and we can quickly ameliorate and get ourselves together. The organization, the team is still coercive and we, we you know, we, we, we've achieved our goal. But when you lose the coerciveness of your team, just because you, you want to achieve a goal, you will still have to come back and pay daily for it. Um, let me put another thought on the table. People find it a lot easier, leaders I mean, when from the get-go, you have created a bit of chemistry with the people that you lead. How do I mean? Um, many top leaders in leadership have suggested that we should surround ourselves as leaders with people that we have chemistry with. So that it's natural or it's almost natural for us to care about them. You know, sometimes as a leader, it's almost as if we are working with robots, but yet they are human beings. The difference between a robot and a human being is that one is, can be emotional, the other one is not emotional. When you are in an automated environment where everything is automated, you don't care about people's emotions. Or, you know, but when you're dealing with human beings, you still have to care about their sense of emotion. But to, to be able to care about their emotion, it becomes easier when there's chemistry. How do I mean? Uh, when somebody comes around you with whom you are working, can you feel them? Can you feel something? Can you feel a sense of connection? Can you feel uh, that they are part of this big thing that we're trying to do? Or are they just like another staircase that you want to step on to get to your next level? Or, uh, or have you seen them as someone that you can feel their presence? You want to talk to them. You can chat with them outside of work. You can, that, that's the effect of real chemistry. Yeah, we're taking it beyond the work to this is a real human being that I can touch and feel. He or she has, you know, uh, 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 emotions, has life outside of work, has a, a sense of, wants to have a sense of fulfillment to what they do. And our uh, 
uh, our, our relationship may even go beyond the current task at hand. When you think that way about someone, that's a person that you have chemistry with. You may not be in control of all the people or the type of people that will work with you per time. Some leaders work from project to project. Some people are posted to you that you just have to work with them. But as much as possible, if you are in control, make sure you hire people who will work directly with you. With I mean, uh, such a people that you can say, I have some measure of chemistry with these people. When that happens, what, what then uh, follows after is that it becomes a lot easier for you to uh, pay attention to the relational side of your work with them and not just a task. When you have zero chemistry uh, with someone and you're working together, you are more susceptible to, you know, to just write rough shots on them, do whatever you like, because you don't feel them. Yeah, you don't feel them the way you're supposed to. Let me move to another thought, which is about goal alignment. It becomes easier to balance result uh, and relationship when there's a level of alignment of goal between the leader and the lead. How do I mean? Uh, if I have people on my team that we have shared our goal, this is the goal for their personal development, their goal for their emotional well-being, their goal for their family, and their goal for uh, uh, the, the, their professional development, you know, and all that. And we, we're working together. I understand that uh, in the sharing of tasks and responsibility, we reckon with the fact that uh, the, 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 there's a bit of alignment that needs to happen between the responsibility that they're taking and um, the, the, the goal that, um, that they have set for themselves. So the organizational goal and the individual goals must find a, you know, a, a place, a, a meeting point. When that happens, there will be a balance of result and relationship. Uh, when that is not there, when I don't understand, if I'm leading you and I don't understand your, your, your goal, I don't understand your personal, what makes you feel fulfilled personally, I, I will, you know, do many things or suggest many things or demand many things that may not align. You know, the assumption from many leaders is that people should just align with whatever that was put in place. And uh, nothing can build, build rebellion more than that assumption that everything you put up will be okay with people. There's a need to talk, there's a need, you know, to check out what they will flow with better. And it's a consensual leader that is willing to stretch and ask the right kind of questions and probe to be able to get into the heart of the matter with the people that we lead. Um, so, they, 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 let me put maybe another one or two more thoughts before I wrap up today. And I hope you're getting something out of this. I want you to remember that we're discussing um, the balance, leadership balance, the balance of results and relationship. And I've said that we shouldn't be too task-oriented if we're going to lead uh, with a balance between results and relationship. We've also talked about 
the concept of heart and hand. Uh, we ask for people's hand, but we need to find our way also into their heart so that this hand can continue to be strong and can continue to deliver on, on the assignment. Um, organizational goals and relational goals must be balanced from time to time. Uh, that's one other thing that was mentioned. I've also discussed the concept of pirate victory, which is a victory that comes at a very high cost. Yeah, especially uh, as regards people's emotions. We can have victory, we can achieve our goal, but the, 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 the end must justify the means and not the other way around. So we, 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 we must be sure that this victory uh, is not at a very, very unsustainable cost. Uh, when that happens, that is a pirate victory. Um, so as I start to put the, 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 the final thoughts together uh, to wrap up uh, this, this discussion, I want you to understand that creating a balance will always get us to discuss you know work-life balance anyone i mean and some people have said there's nothing like work-life balance i choose to believe that any life that is lived out of balance whether uh in life at work at home in wherever place you function there are always boundaries there are always you know a place that you shouldn't go uh things that will, will take you out of the the, 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 the the boundary that is necessary for you to achieve your goal without any serious collateral damage. And that's what work-life balance is all about. Uh, any leader that is living seriously out of balance in certain aspects of life, there's a possibility that that can find its way to how you work. And when that happens, it starts to affect the balance between result and relationship. So a leader that is already completely out of balance in his or her work-life balance may transfer that also to um, the work. And when you transfer that to the work, it starts to affect how things play out in your sense of relational balance and result. Uh, so it's one thing that we need to pay attention to. Also, um, the last few things I want to add to this is um, conflict resolution. Every leader must learn to manage conflict well. If you want to achieve a balance between result and relationship, you have to be someone who manages conflict well. And in managing conflict well, it's about focusing on the issue and not the person. Focusing on principles. Focusing on the agreed expectation. Alright, that's why we have our KPIs at work. That's why we, we have, you know, uh, performance review and performance management. Uh, and when uh, a leader is taking your subordinates through performance management, is always better we focus on agreed expectation the principles and values with which we work in the organization the moments we start to make it personal it's it's it just messes up 
the, the, the relationship and before you know it, it's difficult to manage conflict well. And when conflicts are not properly managed, what comes out of it is we go out of balance. We become more task oriented. We don't, we, we, you know, some leaders will say no stories, no stories. It's great not to have stories, but sometimes people have genuine stories, genuine stories that we need to listen to uh, so that we are not excessively task oriented. So as a leader, if you are used to saying no stories, please balance it because sometimes there will be stories. But if we are already cut off from any kind of story and we don't want to listen to any story, uh, what happens eventually is that you become you know, that kind of excessively task-oriented leader, goal-oriented leader uh, that is not interested in whatever people may face uh, as they attempt to fix situations and circumstances that will come either in their personal lives or on the job. So uh, we focus on principles, values, expectations, set expectations, and not just personal, uh, personality. Sometimes, you know, we're tempted to single people out and say, it's, uh, you are the one that's always creating the problem. No. How are you doing based on set expectation? Um, what principles may be violated here? And we focus on that principle and we address the principle, not the person, essentially. You are, you are running short of this principle and you need to come up. It doesn't mean that you are a bad person, but sometimes we say uh, some leaders who don't know how to manage conflict focus, you know, will focus on, you're not okay, you're not good enough, you're a bad person, you know. It's good to make people see the gap. And when they see the gap, they can push themselves to meet up with the gap. Lastly, be resilient. To be a balanced leader who will balance results and relationship, you have to learn to be resilient. Yeah, you have to learn to be resilient. Uh, resilience in you know demonstrated through believing the best of people believing in people and just choosing to say look i still believe the best about this person um uh, uh, the, the task may have failed but you are not the failure so what can we do to manage the task better so that we can get it done or what can we do to to help you manage yourself better so that we can get this done. I know if you're a leader like myself, you get into the kind of situation where you have to draw the line between uh, you know, managing excessive personal management of a person to the detriment of the work, especially when you hire the person at a certain level and you expect them to deliver at that level and they're delivering below that level. The temptation all of the time, maybe temptation is not even the right word, the, the, the set action is to say, look, can I change the person or fire the person or something like that? But sometimes people just need uh, the leader to speak, you know, to them. Uh, they need a leader who connects with them in the, in, in the emotional side. And then from that, we can call up their idle capacity for them to be able to deliver on a higher scale. I'm sure if we take a poll and ask many people, um, what kind of leader do you want? Most people will say, the leader that I want is the one that can bring the best out of me. But I mean, as leaders, we know that we don't have the time, all the time, 
to bring the best out of everybody. Sometimes a job just has to be done. The balance is to know when the job has to be done and when we need to speak to the best in people so that the, the giant in them can rise because uh, we can't keep firing people. It does not place the organization on a sustainable pathway. When the attrition level is high on your team, it says a lot about the team because either our recruitment process is wrong or the relational dynamics is out of work and it will result into heavy attrition. So as leaders, we must pay attention to ourselves so that we can maintain the necessary balance between results and relationship. And that creates a very strong sense of sustainability within a team of people working together. The confidence, the trust in leadership will go off the roof. Many people want to work in such an organization. Uh, this balance creates the right culture in every organization that attract the right kind of talent and give a sense of hope to the people that are working there because they know that this is not just about result or task this organization this leader is also interested in who i am and who i'm going to be in the future i hope uh, this has added some more uh, to your leadership question taking it up to the level that you can deliver as a leader better than you have ever done before. If this podcast has been uh, of help to you, I want you to share it with somebody else, uh, speak to your friend about it, share it with another colleague at work, make it a discussion note, maybe on your next team meeting. And it's going to help to bring things out that will help your team to move in the right direction. Uh, again, this is a lead differently with government activity and it's been a pleasure to share uh, some of these points with you on the leadership balance, balancing results and relationship. Uh, until I come your way again on the next episode of Lead Differently with Government Latin Keep leading and keep leading well.